You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, man? This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Today, we're talking indie comics goodness you may have seen the big homie recently as my man from down under dodgy 86 in the mix from think indie was chatting with the big homie about this project that at the time was at pre-launch called mara right from stuff rock studio and now guess what that baby is live and i can't believe when i checked on the project i mean whoa skyrocketed it i mean it's already funded and now we got multiple days to go to see how many awesome extras we can get right so let me introduce the creator one of the men behind stuff rock the amazing independent creator himself the future star the bright shining star the one the only dylan ghost hey what up brother how you doing <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a lot better now after that intro let me tell you <laughs> oh, bro, you're murdering it man first off congrats congrats i love to see a kickstarter so fresh already take off the way like yours did you're funded like eh, 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 you know you got some extra you got massive amount of days to go i mean let's take a quick look you have exactly another 27 days to go you already got 86 backers and th- see that's the power i see you Dylan. I see you traversing not just think indie, but all over the podcast, and I see you, you know, showing up on site. So, uh, you know, even before we get started uh, on on the stuff, like kudos to you for being so uh, forward in, in marketing your project, because obviously it has its advantages. <laughs> you you got to do it. You got to do it. You know, like uh, Kevin Hart keeps saying, you, you can't. You got to just put yourself out there all the time. Yes. So indeed. much. There's so much stuff. For you to get noticed, you got to be everywhere, right? Yeah, you know what? Well, you're doing a, a great job. At, you know, it's like the quantum leap of combo guy. He's showing up everywhere in every show. He's probably cloned himself, and he's somewhere else right now, too, pitching the book. So we're going to talk about that. So, you know, before we talk about how you obtained your powers of cloning, um, uh, where are you from, OG, kiddo? So I was born in southern Illinois. Right. And... Uh, my family moved to Belize when I was pretty young. Belize, of all places. Belize, Belize. yeah. Why yeah. Belize? Uh, my parents wanted to have a beach resort, and they weren't rich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But really, wow. So, so wait, is your family OG from Belize, or was just like the most random no. thing you could think of? Uh, they, they, uh, you know, we looked around different uh, places in the Caribbean. Jamaica was an option, but uh, settled on Belize. And uh, university, I met my wife. She's from Taiwan. We moved to Taiwan after graduation. Well, so from the, from Shite, from you know Illinois to the Caribbean, and now you're going cross country to Asia. Oh man, yeah. what what a journey, young man. <laughs> yeah, been around the world. So, how old were you when Belize happened? We started the move when I was four. Okay, yeah. so so you weren't too familiar with the fandom yet at that age, right? I would say. No, we were we were going back and forth for a while. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, until I, I guess I would say that uh, I was I was seven when we were totally done with the move. All right. Gotcha. Um, and during that time, we were going back and forth, and uh, my dad bought it a yard sale when we were in the U.S. And you know, you see a yard sale, you show up. That's how it goes. You're not looking for one; you just find one. <laughs> But you gotta stop on note. I mean, I found yeah. I found a camera for a quarter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what my dad found was boxes of comic books from the seventies for a dollar a box. A, bo- a dollar? You 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 mean like a, a white box, standard size comic? Yeah, yeah. For a dollar yeah. a box. For a dollar a box. Of, oh, bro! I, I want to be like here's a the tip. Back of his pickup. Oh, effing yeah, bro! I want to call my homies, bro. I need the car space. I'll pay for your gas. Uh, and uh, you nice. know, it was mostly it was mostly Marvel. Uh, overwhelming majority Marvel. Um, I would say the two. The two biggest ones in there were Spider-Man and X-Men. Tell me you had um, early issues. It wasn't uh, that early, honestly. Okay. I didn't see. I didn't see any origin stories in them. You know. Ah, so they, they plucked out the good ones. They gave you the yeah. what they yeah. call the filler issues, even though those those fetch quite a few bucks nowadays. Now. Yeah, I um, well, I I read them a lot over and over. Right. <laughs> uh, there was also there was also a fair bit of Wonder Woman in there. Not a whole lot of DC in general. I think uh, most okay. of the DC was Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, what what, what Wonder mutants. Woman? What was it like the Perez Wonder Woman we're talking about? Or we're talking yeah, about when yeah. she was an agent and wasn't even Wonder Woman? You know, no, no, no. The, we're, we're talking about Perez. Okay. Rest yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they uh, you know, I, I want to say my first inspiration really came from Peter Parker because, you know, he was just he was just some guy. Right. He was a smart guy, but he wasn't like he wasn't a heroic individual, you know. Yeah. And uh, we all know about Uncle Ben. Of he course. was my emo. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I really like that because, you know, uh, a lot of the time in, in games and movies and comics, someone uh, so, someone is a hero right from the get go. You know, yeah, let's do this you know, hero yeah. pose. And Mr. Mrs. Gung Ho. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't Peter Parker. He didn't want to do it until he realized, well, I really got to be doing this, right? And and he he grew as a character, and there wasn't a whole lot of character growth in the seventies, right? No, there no, were, well, I mean, well, well, okay. I would say more like in the early seventies, but you yeah. know, once he got into the you know mid, and he actually got out of high school, was in college, yeah. he started living that life. He had a more mature, you know, but yeah, still yeah. working class hero. At the yeah. Time. And like, well, a lot of comics at the time, they didn't, they didn't show that sort of thing. Now, yeah. one of the other characters that uh, I, I really liked from from those boxes was Kitty Pride. You know, Kitty Pride mm. did a whole lot of. She she handled some heavy stuff, right? And uh, one one scene I'm always going to remember was uh, she was uh, she was fixing the is fixing the ship right and she's like half phased through and you know you, she phases through electronics she destroys them right so she yeah. had to be really careful with how she was phasing and she has this internal monologue going about you know how difficult this is but she's doing it because it would uh if she didn't do it they'd have to take the whole thing apart it'd take an extra month or something and um even though it was difficult she was going to do it anyway not uh, you know not because I'm awesome, I'm going to do it, but because 
this is something that needs to be done and I'm going to be better for it. Mm. And I really like that, you know? Yeah, it's the right attitude to have, you know, it, it, on anything that you do in life. It's, you know, well, you know what? Let me just do it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen, folks? You fail. Guess what? You learn from it. So you either yeah. learn from the mistake and, and build upon it, or you say, okay, maybe this isn't for me. I don't like feelings. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. I think those are the only two alternatives. Either you do it or you don't. That's it. There ain't no in between. Yep. But you've been doing it, kiddo. So did you have, since you were moving around, right? Uh, did you have a tribe? Did you find a tribe, you know, to be part of your fandom growing up? Well, I, uh, when, when we were in Belize, uh, uh, there were, there were a couple other kids who, who liked comics as well. You know, they, there, there wasn't a huge comic scene in Belize at the time. Right. And especially, uh, I grew up like Mara. I grew up in a little fishing village. Right. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and you were like, out there fishing with daddy, man. I'm yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the you uh, we were fishing with hand lines. What? You, yeah, people didn't have fishing rods. It was there, there were 800 people. You in were that going village. eight, you were going old school then. Catch we uh, we didn't have electricity until I was uh, eight or nine. Yeah, wow, really? Wow, you were you, you were really living, son. Yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, it it was a very um, it was a very different experience than Southern would, Illinois. Would you do that now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Here you go for kind of cityish, you know, too. Now, like, oh my yeah, god, uh, uh, caveman! Like, yeah, were you wearing like you know uh, <laughs> a loincloth? No, yeah, you know, no loincloth. Um, but you know, it's not like that anymore. Of course, the roads are paved now. I'm about uh, to say, man, Dylan yeah. Goss, man, who's that swimming on the trio? Oh, that's just Dylan. Did you mind him? Yeah. I mean, I was I was very recognizable. My house was a white neighborhood, you know. Okay. Um, and uh, it was there. There weren't a whole lot of blonde kids, but uh, it was. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, know, which one is he, Dylan? Oh, let me guess. That one. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> can Can you describe the kid right, yeah. who uh, <laughs> who threw a rock at you? Yeah, he, it was Dylan. <laughs> right, the one white kid in the hood. Everyone, that that guy. <laughs> how did you feel? I mean, because that that must feel different too. Because you you're from here, so it's all the way around. Then you go to a place, you're like, oh shit. This is different. Yeah, it it was very different, but you know what? I was young enough that I uh, I picked up Belizean Creole, no problem. Oh, right? hey, so you, you you were rolling and just oh, nice, man. Yeah, and, yeah. So you I mean, did the Buddha click, kind of. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, there, there were people who didn't like me because I was as I was a foreigner, but like, huh. I am definitely more Belizean than American. Honestly, well, I have well, an I mean, American accent from my parents, but yeah. yeah, I don't know much about the U.S. To be perfectly honest with Talk you. Talk to me here. Then, what's what's the best go-to dish in Belize? Like, if I was to go to Belize right now, okay. If you were to go to Belize right now, you know, any restaurant, the go-to dish is stew chicken, rice and beans, salad. Or you 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 would order it if you were ordering like a local. 
you would say rice and beans, chicken and salad in that order specifically. You don't really? even have to say stew chicken. You say chicken, you get stew chicken there. Oh my God. You know how folks, I don't know if you ever had stew chicken because you know, Puerto Rican, I'm also Caribbean. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. yeah, mama make them stew chicken. Oh my God. It just fall off the bone me. So just huh? stop. Oh it. yeah. And then you go, you go to those places. They've been having it on, on the pot for however long. You don't know how long it's been in the pot. Right, longer the better yeah yo, for real you, you go to a breakfast place and it's been in there for at least 12 hours right. and... Since last night yo yeah. Yeah, you know what it's gonna taste slamming trust you me fry jack oh bro all right and what what what's like the, the the fast food because you know in puerto rico we got our cuchifritos what we got in belize for like the fast food well a lot of uh this is kind of funny. A lot of Chinese restaurants opened up, but the fast food that they sell is fried chicken. <laughs> now, there's something special about their fried chicken. I'll tell you what it is. They, um, you get it to go. That's yeah. that's the key point here. You get it to go, and uh, they put it in a styrofoam takeout. Yeah. And you, they put the ketchup on it before they close it up. And by the time you get it home, is it's you know steaming and it's hot in there. The ketchup has mm. caramelized. Ah. And then, then. <laughs> uh, now we know Dylan's routine when he gets chicken. Like, yo, don't you dare touch it until we get home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. That's crazy. All right. So let's get back to coming. Oh, that sounds good, though. All right. You're getting me hungry. So, talk about then. You, you started taking on a creative spark. When did that happen? Because here you are, you know, you're, you're not in the States. I mean, you know, how was that even. You said not much of a culture, but how did you even get acclimated? I mean, even after the fact, because say not much of a culture, you're young. How did the spark even start? Uh, the um, uh, the creative spark. I mean, I've been I've been writing as long as I could write. You know, okay. it's always it, it is it's the thing you can do if you have no other resources. Right, you you can write. Okay. You can you can always write. You can always find a, a pen and a pad, and you can write. And um, when I, I would say the reason I really got into fantasy was because of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, okay. There was a there was a yard sale in Belize this time. <laughs> yard, yeah, yard sale. Yard sale just follow you, kiddo. Yeah, yard, you, should, you know what? Just, now you know called what? my brand that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, what? Yard sale comics. Hell yeah, bro. Let, you know, oh, wait a minute. So, your daddy found a yard sale. You got into comics. You find a yard sale in Belize. You get into D and D. It's like, oh, right, yard sales are the goss mecca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, they. I, I had ten bucks in my pocket, and um, I'm going through this yard sale, and I see on the on a table they had. They had three boxes. One of them was the uh, the starter, the standard starter set for D and D red box that dragon closed? on the front. Yeah, closed. Um, and uh, it was second edition. It was before my time. Um, and next to it was Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the, the gray box, also second yeah. edition. And uh, the third one was a lesser known RPG called Top Secret SI. And you were you were spies, but you were like bond spies. Okay. You know? And uh, it was twenty bucks. It was no, sorry, it was ten bucks a box, and I only had ten bucks. So mm. I was like, "Well, the dragon looks cool. I'm gonna get that." Right? You know, I, I'm I'm like seven years old. The dragon looks cool. I'm gonna of get course. that. 
Um, also, great game to play without electricity as long as you do it in the day. Uh, <laughs> Before digital, folks, when you're using a battery for everything. The um, so I, I I bought it, you know, and as we were leaving, uh, the the woman running the yard sale comes up to the driver's side of my mom's car and says, "Hey, your son was the only one who showed any interest in these games. He should just have the other two. What? Yeah. What? Good so, day for uh, me. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure you were looking like the Joker in that car, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was harder to get wow. my friends to play those, though. Like D and D, D and D, I got them a little bit in. Uh, Top Secret SI. It was just. It's one of those games that shows their age, you know. Like okay. you got you got all kinds of convoluted rules, and you know, I liked them because. That was my jam, but that wasn't anybody else's jam. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. See, I was never a car guy myself, but I'm dying to experience it, have some fun. Why not? I'm imaginative. I think that I would have a fun time. Okay, like this is the this is the the boundaries you give me on my character. All right, don't you worry. I'm gonna give you my gun, this mother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, tabletop RPGs are just collaborative storytelling. You know, okay. there's there's dice, there's rules, but at the end of the day, it's everybody. How many dice I need again? I want to be random dude ass, and I got I got to find someone that could teach me to be his ass because he keeps challenging me. He's a member of my team, wonderful man, but um, he you know he he wants to Vince McMahon me like he thinks he's Stone Cold, and he wants to Vince McMahon me like put put the boss in place by beating his ass in whatever game. But I I I need to turn around because I gotta admit I'm not the greatest gamer. I could talk a good game though. <laughs> well, maybe you should play a bard then. That's their whole thing is talking <laughs> a good game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the standard set is seven dice. You got okay. a twenty sided die. You got uh, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, and then you've got a you got another ten sided die that has uh, doubles on it. It's it's for if you need to roll a number out of a hundred. Right. Okay. Ooh, all right. All right. Okay, interesting. I gotta do this. We gotta figure it out. I'm gonna invite you to my first game so that way you can maybe uh watch and, and make sure this guy's not cheating. <laughs> All right. No, but let's get back to the creative. Uh you said you could you always love writing, but when did you kind of decide to really take that creative step to say, Okay, I'm ready to put myself out there? When did that happen? That happened uh after I moved to Taiwan. Um, in Belize, actually, I went a, a, a different route for a while. I was doing, uh, I was, I was doing magic tricks for a while, actually. A magician. Was, oh yeah, yeah. I was you were the David Blaine of Belize, bro. <laughs> I, I was, uh, you know, I was getting hired for uh, for some shows, but mostly what cool. I liked to do was uh, they call it table hopping, where you're in a restaurant. And you just entertain the guests for a while, and it, okay. um, they they had a routine where if uh, if they were going to bring out the food in a few minutes, they would they would set the table like the table wasn't set, and because I was using it for cards and stuff, and gotcha. then, uh, okay. they uh, they set the table when in a few minutes, and I can just be like, oh, looks like your food's about to come. Enjoy your enjoy yeah. your food." Okay. And and then it was like so they were entertained while waiting for their food. They weren't thinking about oh man, I'm so hungry, you know. 
And uh, I didn't have to worry about finishing my act because it was like, hey, your food's coming. I don't want to bother you while you're eating. Excuse me. Nice. So why did you learn magic, homie? Look at you. I mean, he's trying to put that under the radar, guys. You see this guy? My grandfather. My grandfather did it. My uncle did it. Say word, really? That's a family thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fire, bro. So who who taught you what? So I, um, when I was, when I was a kid, I started getting interested in it as a general concept. You know, I, I saw magicians on TV and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wish you I could saw do David that. Copperfield and a whole bunch of yeah, other yeah. Yeah. At the time, David Copperfield was the guy, you know, yeah. and, uh, I was visiting with my grandparents and, uh, you know, they were like, oh, we haven't seen you in a while. What are you into? And I very confidently <laughs> said, I really like magic tricks then. My grandpa was like, "Here, let me show you something." And he 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 brought me uh, his box of props. What? And he started teaching me how to use. His you, props. Were you aware that granddaddy had props? Nope. I so that was no the first idea. day. Oh, yeah. that's so beautiful. And then I didn't know my uncle very well at the time, and uh, it was a family reunion. So when uh, when he came, and my my grandfather was like, "Hey, Dylan's into magic now," and that was when he revealed that he's actually a professional. What? And you yeah. and you were totally unaware. Of I this was totally kid. unaware. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're like, yo, I have the greatest, like, coolest granddad and uncle ever. And I did not know how dare you guys hide from me. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I so I was pretty heavy into that when I was in Belize. And uh, uh, one of, I got one of my friends. Bro, I hope you weren't scaring my Caribbean well. people. I hope you weren't scaring my Caribbean people. When they see Mary, they were like, oh, my God. Oh, it's Black Magic. What are you doing? I mean, were you were you that good, bro? That you were scaring the locals? No, I I never <laughs> did it like a uh, like, like a serious thing, you know. I always tried to having a good make, time. Yeah, make sure everybody have a good time. You know, it was like yeah, you you mix a joke in there every now and then. Not every trick is a real trick. Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes you're just sometimes you're just like pick a card. All right. Good job. On to the next one. They're like, "What? That was the whole trick. Yeah, that was the whole trick. Let's do a real one now." You picked yeah. the card, yo. That's what I. You did what I asked you to do. Obviously, you have great listening skills, folks. So, <laughs> and then you know, I did that for a while, but um, didn't really like. Uh, didn't really go anywhere, right? Like I was, uh, I I peaked pretty quickly doing that, uh, and then I. Uh, went to university and I kind of had to drop that because I was, uh, I was doing IT and my program was overloaded by default. Like just to graduate, you had to take at least one summer class. So I was oh. just up to my eyeballs, you know, I, I didn't have time to put on acts anymore. Yeah. And, uh, when, uh, when we moved to Taiwan later, you know, I was a software developer at the time, and I thought, hey, the way I can put myself out there is as a, a game developer. It seemed to make sense in my head, you know. I want to tell stories. Games are a good way to do it. But um, it's, uh, you know, a good game isn't just a story, right? It can have a good story, but Absolutely. it has to be a good game. It has to and, look good. It has yeah. to move good. It has to be fluid. So many factors. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I know going into a comic book is hard, but damn, a video game? Now you're getting technical. That's pro. That's code, son. 
Salute to everybody that codes, because that shit ain't easy. But, like, it just, it, it didn't work out for me because I was in it for the storytelling, you know? I okay. wasn't in it for everything else. And So you I couldn't find myself... a way to find a maybe someone that wanted to develop a game with, but just was a bad storyteller, and you could have just hooked up with somebody like that? I was not as good of a, a project manager back okay. then as I am okay. now. Not even close. And when you say uh, back then, let's talk, what's back then in, in about, terms of years? It's it's about 12 years ago now. Yeah. Oh, wow. So 12 years ago, you started endeavoring. Okay, bet. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I found myself just like, oh, man, I have to make this game just to do the part I actually want. And then and that's when I realized that I was I really shouldn't be making games. I'm not passionate <laughs> about making games. I don't give a shit about this. Can I just get to the good stuff? God damn it. Please. Cinematics, no. please. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Dylan. what? Oh, you know what's funny? I real it really should have clicked for me because I had the cinematic drawn up as comic pages. It should have clicked for me immediately. Like you did. No. So you didn't yeah. even realize that you were storyboarding in comic book fashion, yeah. But but it just didn't hit you. When when hit did me. it hit you? When did it hit you? It hit me when uh, my wife and I went to the theater to watch Logan. Um, okay, the color version, right? Because I, I I love the noir, the black and white one. I I it look, I don't know, just for me, it looks so much better. If you have not seen Logan, I have, in black, I have not seen it. In it's black called Logan Noir. noir. All it's right. black I and white. I definitely got to watch it, Dylan. You have to. Yeah, it's gonna even make the be the movie better. I got. I I have to now. Now that you told <laughs> me about this thing. I I I want to know. I want to know who's responsible for me not hearing about this thing. How dare <laughs> people not? Yo, listen. If you were in Dylan's life and watched Logan and watched Noir and did not tell him, shame on you, yo. I'm I'm shouting you out. You guys, people, you, 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 don't be like, don't, how dare you hide this? Did you not know this existed? Logan Noir, black and white edition is gorgeous. Yeah. I, and like, you know, it's an amazing movie. Of course, of course, from start it to is. finish, this is an amazing movie. But what One of the really... best films, you know, that and Captain America uh, Winter Soldier to me, the, the, the standard of what a good superhero movie should be. Definitely. And Watchmen, because they actually look good. Yes, they didn't use the squid, but the costumes and all, that was one of the first movies to actually get the costumes at least fucking right. You know, Watchmen was solid. I I can't, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you want to not like the popular thing, but you can't because it's popular <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, That's because Watchmen. it's so damn good. Yeah, it's good. Even when I read the book, I had to read this book maybe like three times thus far, you know, in my early journey. Like, oh shit, this is so damn deep. But you read it as a kid, you peruse. Okay. Second time around, you read it, you're like putting more thought behind it. Like, oh wow, okay, this is kind of deep. And when the third time you read it, it's like, oh god damn, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Watchmen definitely uh, influenced another script I have on back burner because I mm. do have a superhero script i want to say it's some tease tease look at yeah. that yeah, bring out the comic book stripper pole folks he is teasing he's about to do his turn there like hey i, I want to say it's somewhere in between watchmen and jupiter's legacy oh jupiter's yeah. legacy a show that i don't think was given a chance because it just wasn't done right i think 
yeah, it has I, great concepts, but it just I don't know, they didn't hit the mark right. Yeah, it had it had some stumbles, but I was I was willing to, you know, get uh, through the stumbles. Season. Give me. Yeah. yeah Give but, me a uh, I guess I guess Netflix wasn't, you know. Yeah, well, you know, give me, give me want, give me a wanted mini, give me uh whatever nemesis mini from Millarverse. Come on, Millar, right. you keep selling these things, but I'm not seeing them yet. Yeah, uh, when uh, yeah, we were we were watching Logan, and um, then Daphne Keen shows up on screen for the first time. Okay, and yeah. that's when it hit me. You know that fight scene. The way she is portrayed is so animalistic, like almost an animal first before a person. And then and then that that really like I was watching before, but at that point I was watching. Right. I hear you. And uh as it went on, as she slowly becomes more of a person. Like she was pretty much nonverbal mm-hmm. for a long time. And uh it, even, you know. Logan at, at, at the at that point was like you can talk, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, and because yeah, she come out talking Spanish, so like, yeah. my, she a Latina. What's going on here, kiddo? Hey, <laughs> love it. Yeah, but like just from that first fight scene, and it's just stuck. And I knew I had to do something with that. And then it just uh, the character concept of Mara. You know, spawned from that. Ooh. Yeah, the the influences there very heavily for Mara herself uh, from Daphne Keene. I I would actually go so far as to say, if not for that movie and that performance, Mara wouldn't exist as we. Know well, it. so you're telling me you pulled out a pen and pad or were writing? Oh, uh, you ripped apart your your popcorn bucket and started writing. Like, wait a minute, I need to write these notes down right now. Yeah, I I didn't have to because uh, the with the way I write, when I get an idea bouncing around in my head, it won't stop until I put it on a page, and that means that <laughs> if I'm trying to sleep and it's like, hey, why am I picturing Pong? You know, your your brain is going like this all night. This motherfucker, no, 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 you're not gonna escape me, idea. Hold on, <laughs> I love it, I dig it. All right, so now that we're already teasing Mara, let's take a look at the trailer, and then I'm gonna bring up the Kickstarter. And let's get into, you know, who she is and this whole concept and you building the team behind it. Check it out, folks. The trailer for this amazing project out right now on Kickstarter. I love it. First off, that art is so fire. So dope. I, I told you pre-show, and I say it live right now. Like, Disney is about to pick this baby up. I mean, it, so Disney is art. I, I, I see this as a Disney kick-ass princess that a rip-off 
rip up all the other chicks in the Disney universe right now. Marvel looks so badass, and again, part of the Perez Wolf Pack. So it's like, yeah, uh, uh, you lucky I'm not. I should have worn my Wolf Pack ring. <laughs> this is dope, bro. So please talk to me. I will bring up the Kickstarter in a minute, but talk to me. So then, uh, you got inspired by 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 Lara, Mara. <laughs> And so talk about it. So so who is Mara in this world that you 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 built up in your head? So uh Mara's tribe is uh, the Rain tribe and they are based on the real life Inuit and Viking. Okay. Yeah, and um you know when I say that the initial reaction is you know they don't really dress much like uh like these people, but uh the reason I picked those two is that before this comic starts in the in the history of the her world they used to be a cold weather tribe uh, they were ice fishers but there was a there was a horrible ecological disaster due to a war between the gods it set the sky on fire destroyed the day night cycle mm. uh, and they went from being uh, ice fishers to having the only river around so they had to adapt very very quickly and uh Rosie Wu, the illustrator, and I sat down and um, figured out how we pictured a tribe like this evolving to uh, much warmer weather conditions. Okay. 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 And, and let's bring up this Kickstarter because check it out, folks. As I was telling you, as I told you already, I mean, Dylan is a boss, right? With 27 days to go, he already got 86 backers, folks. Look at that. Out of two two racks, he already got 2,300, you know, almost at 24. Let's get him higher. Beautiful project. I mean, look at that. Look at this art. I mean, can, can, talk to me about building this team, yo. So how did you build this team? Who are these people that you found? So because uh, because I do, you know, software development, I have uh, contacts who are designers and artists, right? And uh, I, I reached out to someone I worked with a few times before, and I knew she did comics as well. So I, I approached her with it first. And okay. she said, well, I don't really do fantasy, right? I do sci-fi. But uh, I'll ask a few of my friends. Now, this is a really downplayed version of what she actually went and did. What she actually went and did was put out an APB to all her art school contacts and uh oh, i got uh i got 15 emails in my inbox that night and so... you're like, what the hell is this i didn't put up a <laughs> craigslist ad what's going on here <laughs> and uh i mean there there were a lot of good artists you know I, I actually i'm gonna say they were all good they were all good artists some of them didn't present themselves very well like some people didn't have a portfolio and like you know i'm sorry you don't have a portfolio at what am I going to do with that? Right. I know. I hear you, I, I, folks. You know. You know, Dylan. Before we move on on that, that that's real talk there, because again, if you want to work on something, you can't just send people random ass art. Like, you know, yeah. do something professional because presentation. You know, again, the, nowadays, you know, first impression, you know, is not in person anymore. So this first impression is your press pack, your media pack. Like, make that shit look like fire because. This isn't us, you know, shaking hands, you know, let me put something in your hands. You're sending a digital file. So you need to really impress. 
Yeah, and I mean, some people think, oh, well, I, I don't know how to make a website or I can't afford to do that, so I don't have a portfolio. But I mean, even if you had sent me like an Instagram or a Tumblr link or yeah. something other You'll than work. like three Stay attachments on, my, yeah. on the email, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm trying to evaluate your style here, but when all you can yeah. give me is, well, you want to see something else? Let me know and I'll email it to you. Yeah, like, nah, but that's not what it is. Wow. Yeah. What, people, you're looking for work. This is how you approach possible employer. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm it, sorry it you got to do with that. Yeah, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even just like styling on one person when I say this, because there, there were, I would say about half of them. About half of the applicants didn't have a portfolio. Wow. Now, nah, guys, do your homework before you submit for work, okay? Please. It is important. It doesn't matter on what level it is. You know, profess professionalism, you know, is something that's very valued. <laughs> yeah. And if you bring that to the, to the game, you're already going to have a foot, you know, ahead of most people. So, yeah, Dylan, yo, that, you know, thank you for bringing that up because, you know, I yeah. think that that is important. Yeah, for any yeah, I, I want to see more artists succeed you know I'm, I'm sure I turned down some good artists because I just couldn't evaluate them and that's that's not right and Did what's the evaluation process like well, you know what were you looking for a key uh, when you sent out you know when, when that APB <laughs> was sent out you know well, unknownly I, I wanted to see what their styles were, you know, and uh, through that process, I learned that an artist often has multiple styles they do. Like, I, I don't know why I thought it was one style per artist. It just never clicked for me before. I mean, it's comics, yeah. you know, we grew yeah. up with comics and we see yeah. it was one artist doing this one look all the time. We think, okay, I guess that's his style. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, the other thing I was looking for was uh, how, you know, how they approach storytelling, because, yeah, I'm the writer, but you're telling the story, too. Through art. Know? Absolutely. And uh, it, it something that uh, Jim Zub said that really stuck with me um, is that artists are not drawing robots. Mm. You know, they are. Uh, you you you, you got to give him room to breathe too. You met the urban barbarian himself, Sims up. Uh, I uh, I we haven't met. We've had a few. We have a few conversations on Twitter. He's a, you know, he 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 did uh, he he did some he did some barbarian stuff. So I'm yeah, very man. aware. He did skull kicker. You yeah, know, yeah. Aware. Kick ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a, he's a kick ass creator. It's pretty awesome that you have someone like that. Excuse me, in your ear, you know, discussing. And now, and, uh, oh my God, look at that! So when I'm talking to some of them about their uh, their storytelling approach, uh, I remember one of them told me, "Well, my approach is you send me the script and I draw it." Well, uh, no. <laughs> I I see you don't really care much about this project, do you? Right. You you want to check? No, thank you. Yeah, you want somebody invested. Is nice nice way to gauge energy. So I ended up uh, I ended up shortlisting three of them, okay. and uh, I gave them each uh, I gave them each a contract to draw up a concept art of Mara, uh, okay. paid by the way. Other writers don't Ooh. ask for free. Don't ask for free art. Um, so you pick three people. Like, okay, I want you guys to really submit to the project, and I'll pay you regardless if you're chosen. 
Yep. Whoa, Dylan. Big. Woof. What a creator, yo. And, uh, you know, Rosie submitted hers first. And uh, I remember I was looking at it and I thought, ooh, those other two got to wake up really early. <laughs> and, you know, they. Here's the thing, Al. Those other two were good, but they just had the misfortune of being up against Rosie. Rosie, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Rosie. Absolutely, I agree. Reading the the, the first issue, whoa! Like, this is look at it. She looks like an old kick-ass Disney princess. The the this artwork is fucking gorgeous. I mean, and then you using the wolves and all like, yeah, you after the Perez family blood. I mean, what's going on here? And then look at this. Look at these. Look at this piece of the art. Who did this variant? Was that also Rosie? That, that's also Rosie. Yeah, Rosie Whoa. did the variant as well. Uh, she. Yeah, I love you the big brown eyes. I, I, I think yeah. she. I think she got better with every page. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that. I think she got better with every single page. I mean, look at the wolf in itself. How you could tell the first. And this. Uh, yeah, that's this one's cool. actually going to be a foil. Ooh, a foil? foil yeah oh you going 90s Wait, i love it man check this out uh, uh, look at that oh is that this sticker? is this is a back Ooh. cover so we actually had a guest artist uh do the the image on the back cover nice okay. um, since then actually that guest artist mercury has joined us as our letterer oh so they love the product that much i mean again folks look at this Look at this. And look at this homie right there, yo, with the hunter. Cause I am a Taurus, so I think that's the mask I would wear. <laughs> yo, this is fire, yo. What's going on on this scene? Can you give us a little bit of story? That, that, that no, is the most is, that you uh, could tease. This is the point where the rain tribe was attacked for their river. You know, they're... Uh, so that's they what they were attacked for, their, for their water. For, yeah. for what they had. And uh, the the other tribe, the Tixiv, brought a demon with them. They were not playing fair, you know. Man, you, uh, this is scary yeah. looking. He look kind of yeah. like a sort of con too for more combat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and who's this shorty right there? That's Mara, right? That is Mara. That is before. Uh, that's before she got her powers. Uh, oh. What What happened there was, um, you know, her tribe used to have uh, a trial to become the wolf's champion but you know they lost a lot of their wait, 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 wait. the yeah. wolf's champion are we talking here a la black panther type thing like that well we're talking about uh what's a what's a good allegory there it was uh it's it's all it's almost spirit possession it's almost spirit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I kind of got it. It's the Caribbean, son. <laughs> is this based on the Caribbean? It 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 definitely it definitely has some definitely has some. You know, I I I, I took from all over the place. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that right now. Like I I take I take bits of what I like for uh, for my At, work. Why not? As you should, you yeah. know, and create something beautiful and new. Because you know, again, job well done. Yeah. Because uh, again, look at this. Oh. Yeah. And then Great since part. since they hadn't been doing this, uh, yeah, and that's the point where she gets her powers, Oof. and her eye becomes a wolf eye. Oof. The, uh, you know, they since they hadn't done this trial in generations, 
uh, he didn't know who was the most worthy. He couldn't just show up and do as he pleased. They had rules, right? Okay. And so he just he had to just wait and watch his tribe get butchered until there was only one person left who was by default the most worthy. <laughs> Damn, bro. Uh, uh, well, listen, the tribes went through that for real in that in, in this country called America. Our tribes went through this again. One of the uh, biggest uh, massacres ever in human existence, but really talked about. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he he even says, you know, there's there's pushback in the spirit world. Like, you can't just do this to a little kid. He, hey. he says, you know, she's not the best of us, but she is the last of us. Yeah. Hey, the last of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, that is true, though. Uh, I could understand. Uh, the anger. It's like, yo, why are you letting us letting me die? I don't want to die. I am not ready. Yeah. You know, so I understand that. This is like the last of the gods, if you will, right? Kind of. Yeah. Metaphor. And then and he's <laughs> when you know the uh the argument in the spirit realm there is actually something that we're going to have as like an as a overarching theme in future issues about um you know whether it's okay to do this right because the argument no, from from the wolf uh, for, from amaro is hey this is better than just letting her die and no. the other argument is you are turning her into a butcher are you really sure yeah. this is okay how about giving me the choice you know like hey this is what it is homie you are the last one of your kind I could help you kind of build us back up and avenge us. Or you could simply just live your life and just vanish into obscurity. What do you want? Now, you present me with that. Like, obviously, and you were like that. I do not want to be obscure. So <laughs> let's get it done, kiddo. But again, you know, we're talking about a child, though, having to make an adult decision. So how yeah. do you even tackle that? That's a heavy theme to tackle that somebody... This young girl here is going to have the weight of the world placed on her shoulders, if you will. Yeah, and there, you know, in in future issues, there's there's going to be pushback, and there's going to be people relying on her who, are like, well, you know, mm. I'm sorry that she didn't get to play marbles, but we need <laughs> to, you know. And uh, we need you, Mama. Cut the bullshit. Get her done. Yeah. And like she struggles with it too because it does weaken the link between body and mind. So like she'll be having, she'll she'll be having an internal monologue that has nothing to do with the fight that's going on. She's just mentally disconnected from mm. it while she's acting. Okay, so and take this off, folks. This is what I want you guys to do right here. Excuse me, because we got to start going through the themes. I mean, you know, right here the uh, pledges, if you will. So. Five dollars. We got a PDF: English, Spanish, Chinese. Por oh, damn! Four languages, homie. Yeah. Hey, multilingual. You ain't playing, Dylan. Whoa, I dig that. You're one of the first that that I speak to that have done this. Why? Why did you choose to do that? So originally, I wasn't going to. It didn't occur to me. But uh, a friend of mine said, "Hey, you know, I've got a buddy who just graduated. He's going to be a, a court translator." 
um, and he's really into comics. He wants to uh, he wants to translate yours to Spanish. It's like great. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't thought of it, but uh, that sounds like a great idea. You know, send him my way. <laughs> and no, uh, you know, we talked about it, but his uh, his schedule just didn't line up. You know, which oh, is okay. fine. I mean, no hard feelings there. But uh, the idea was planted. I was like, well, yeah. I can just find a You're Spanish like, You know translator. what? I want this now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was talking to Rosie about it. And she said, well, if you're going to start translating, you know, I, I would really like to share this comic with my friends and family who don't speak English. And uh, I can translate it to Chinese for you. So, oh, yeah. So wow. she, she's doing wow. the Chinese translation. And uh, I, I posted in... Uh, in a Facebook group for uh, comic creators. I was like, Hey, we're in three languages now. And that's when Rogerio approached me and he said, you know, if you need it in Portuguese, Hey, if you want to add a number four, uh, and hey. at that point I was just like, well, <laughs> why not? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, let's represent the world. Yo, hell yeah. Yeah. Dylan, bro. Salute to you on that, bro. For sharing the greatness of this book in so many languages. Uh, yo, bro, you, you're making me so happy right now. <laughs> for real. That's so great. Check it out. So you get a wanderer, so you know, PDF in a language, and then a print for 10 bucks, yo. So worth it. Because this is the gorgeous book. Right? And then we get a rent of it to, uh, 20 bucks right here. You get a pack member. Oh, baby. And look at these stickers, too. Hey, look at that axe. Are you going to make me a real axe like that if we get to at least five racks? Uh, well, you know, I've, uh, I've done some cosplay. I could, I could whip up a, I could whip up a prop weapon. That's, uh, that's actually what I did. My, my wife and I did cosplay. She would make the, uh, outfits. Wait, right? Oh, why? The family that cosplays together, stay together. And, and like, she's Look a, she's that. a real, she's a real, uh, seamstress, you know, she's gone to oh, classes. Nice. She's yeah. So she knows what so she's she doing. She already there. has Mara's suits sewed up for you. We just need to find Mara. Yeah, she actually said that was a pretty easy one. Oh, yeah. She, you yeah. didn't even challenge her. Look at her. Yeah. She's like, you didn't even challenge me, babe. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would I would craft the weapons for it. Like I I've made to. a bunch of lightsabers. Those are those what? are fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, but in fact, me. actually, you know what? Uh-huh. You know what? Uh-oh. You know Uh-oh. what? I got oh, one God. off screen. No, he don't. No, he don't, folks. Folks. We're about to get an exclusive right here. Let me see this. Oh, oh I don't know how well. That's you? Uh, wait, wait, there we go. There I don't know go. how hey. well the light's going to show on my I camera. See Ooh. Oh, you did that? I did that. Yep. Whoa, bro. That is fire, son. Yep. Tell, me, tell me you saw Obi-Wan today. I did. I actually made these quite a while ago, though, because uh, you know when Star Wars came back, everybody Music was came back. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we, it was a it was a big it was a big deal. You know, my my wife made a bunch of robes for Sith and Jedi. I made a bunch of lightsabers for Sith and Jedi. Oh, dope, man! I, yo, bro, I'm about to hit you up. I, I need the mega saber. Yeah, yeah. I'm a my 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 sword has to be called a mega saber. That's it. It has, it has to be black handle and either yellow light. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. 
Where? Yeah. All right, we're gonna talk, bro. You don't want to see Omega be a fucking Jedi. I, I, I'll be a cross. I'll be. Well, they told me I, I'm a gray Jedi because I'm in between. Because again, yo, you know, I don't believe in Batman's theory. Villains need to die, yeah. <laughs> in my <Yeah>. opinion. <laughs> Look at this, yo. What's this rock, yo? What's this rock all about? Is that is that her pet rock? Did she fall that's for that a, in the seventies? That's the uh, that's the stuffed rock logo. Um, yeah. Talk to me. What is stuff rock, bro? So, you know, I, I mentioned that I wanted to do games originally. Right. Okay. And, uh, uh, the, when you launch a game, they have that animation to, for the logo. And I had this, I had this idea in my head that, uh, it showed like this family was driving and the, the dad veers off to not hit a deer, right? And he veers off the road and he's like, oh, I'm going to crash. And he's panicked. And he sees a boulder in front of him. They hit the boulder, but, you know, it's actually a plush toy and everybody's safe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then the then the little kid comes out and hugs the boulder because it's safe. Oh, thank you, boulder. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, you soft little thing. Look. But look at this, though. Uh, don't tell me these are trading cards, bro. Are you giving no, me some trading are, cards? What those are this? actually postcards. So in Taiwan, it's really mm. common to collect postcards for comics and manga you like. Because, Get out. Really? Postcards? Yeah, postcards. Because, um, you know, a Do lot of people live in... in Taiwan for them? They actually have books that are like photo albums, but postcards okay. style. Yeah. Word? Yeah. And because, uh, you know, a lot of people live in apartments here and they just don't have space for a whole bunch of posters, right? Or or, or art prints that are uh, even... Their language just won't you know. allow it. I don't know. Yeah. It, so. <laughs> but uh, you can you can get a whole bunch of those uh, postcard books, you know? Um, oh, wow. Bro. Yeah. I'm, but you, damn, living out there, that's crazy, son. I mean... Um, how, did you get accepted easily, you know, being an American? Because, I mean, they're going to see you. They're not going to even assume Belize. They're going to see more. This guy's an American, son. Well, you know, most uh, most Americans here are English teachers. And they're not even real English teachers. They're, um, <laughs> you know, it's like I have a bachelor degree and I want some money. I'm going to go teach English at a place that doesn't really care. Gotcha. All right. And that's so that's the stereotype. And this the oh, stereotype they, wow. they actually, yeah. So they wow. assume that. They're like, oh, where do you teach? Like, I no, I don't I don't do that. <laughs> I create comic books to entertain your ass. Now leave me alone. How dare you call me a teacher? <laughs> that's it, it's funny, bro. That is insane. I, I'm just, I'll even go through that. Oh bro. What? What is this? That is a, you know, that's a, that's a mini. So I talked about uh, D and D influences, and Mara is pretty popular with the tabletop crowd. Mm-mm. So, um, yeah, a mini for your table. You know, if you got a three D printer, oh. you can print it yourself. If you don't, we'll send you a physical. All and... right. So the plan is five dollars, so I could print it myself, and then you can yeah. send it to me for ten. I mean, you know what? Let you do the work. Am I gonna get it? Oh my god! Look how gorgeous shit is colored. So this is this is actually a guest painter. I had paint something up for me. I am a Whoa. painter myself. Uh, I wanted to put some some. Uh, I wanted to put some pictures out there of how it looked painted before I could get around to doing it because I got two kids under age three, 
<laughs> I got a lot going on in my life. So it takes me a little while to paint, but I, yeah. I did paint. Uh, and uh, if you scroll a little bit down, you can you can Bro. see my work. Um, but, but I just want to say, look at this that, is this, this is base, real good. Though. This is mechanical that base. Frog. That yeah. base got me. I love the skulls. My brother would eat this up. Oh, oh! You see the difference, folks. You go from this, you know, obviously overused axe. You know, it's stained in blood. I guess this when it was fresh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is this one's my work. Um, oh, this looks so good. And bro. I'm I'm doing five for the campaign. Four have already sold. Well, you only got one left. Only got one left. And in fact, I I got I got it right oh, here. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Let me move this mouse over. Hey, folks, look at that. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Oh my god. Yeah. And they're it's, all uh, custom painted. Yeah, I uh, I hand paint them. Um, well, you, you know, hear this? Yeah. Custom painted, yo. What? What? You're killing me, bro. This oh! is, yeah, this is the good images of the uh, of the extras. You know, that you needs saw to be some little images. This needs tears. to be on a t-shirt. Take off the background and you leave the circle with the wolf and just her, and let her feet hang out the logo like that, and make it a t-shirt that looks like this. You know, hey, Dario Baba, hey, there we go. Um, I, I can dig that. I'm down with that. You should do that, yo. Don't use the background. You put the logo on a T-shirt. This shit will work so well. And I love those big brown, those big brown eyes. Oh my god, look at this, bro. This is a poster. That's a postcard. <laughs> Where? Hey, yeah. what? I I need this as a poster too. This is beautiful. Look at these stickers. Hey, look at the logo, man. Well, and there goes the star. Uh, look at that axe, yo. And that's I your keychain. What, what, what Puerto Rican wouldn't fall in love with a weapon like this? Come on now. I mean, and look at Mara. Wow, yo. Beautiful pencil, yeah. man. The, uh, you know, we had a, we had a tier where Rosie would do a custom sketch, but uh, that sold out in the first two hours. Well, I mean, with that type of art. Oh, my God. Look, yo, look. Who doesn't want this? Wow. Yo. And look at the wolf. Oh, yeah. Man. So when uh, when we hit that first stretch goal, Oof. I'm going to I'm going to have uh, no, the wolf not. sculpted. I'm actually I'm already talking to the um to the sculptor because hey, you don't, I mean you don't have a sample there. You don't have a three D printer. Come on, don't don't. I'm trying to look over your shoulder. Uh, <laughs> no, we 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 didn't uh, get it sculpted yet. Okay. I well, you know, when I was wow. making the campaign, I didn't know that we were going to fully fund in the first day. <laughs> I would have had him do that. Day we one, the, bro. We got the we got when I uh, I went to bed that night and I woke up to a project we love badge in my What? Head. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you start the morning, kiddo. Yeah. What? There we go. And look at that. Unlock. We get chapter two unlocked at four. I mean, come yeah. on, yo. With so many days to go. And who are these people? Because th these are not in the book. Oh, shit. So, so the uh, universe expands. When uh, when I was doing my research before I started writing this, I, I uh, did my research on wolves, of course. And one thing you don't ever want to be is a lone wolf. A lone wolf in nature has two choices. They either find a new pack or die. 
okay. in very short order. So this is her new pack. Ah, there you go. That's the pack right there. And then and if we unlock marks. that, if we unlock that for four thousand, everybody who backed it is getting that PDF. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to pay anything. Oh, it's about going it. to you. I was about to scare them. Like this, this is the variant cover of Al Mega on a bear rug, and Mar was taking a picture of him. <laughs> 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 hey, doing the jokes. Hey, Al Mega going. Hey, look at this. Yo, Dylan, bro, they, they drew you really well, bro. What's popping there? Okay. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. So you, that's your team right here. You got Dylan uh, Goss, uh, Rosie Wu, Rogerio Rios, and Manuel Gil Fernandez. Uh, amazing. Amazing. There you go. Shout out to Kevin. Because yeah, you know they, studios, uh, that that uh, that video, man. So I saw the one for Blood and Bullet, right? Yeah. And I was like, I need that. <laughs> I need that. You know, I just put the Blood and Bullets one on my yeah. on my. Uh... <laughs> yo, Kevin's the man. Yo, what they do in that ain't um, you know, a salute to you, my brother. God bless, bro. Thank you for what you're doing and supporting amazing creators and and like getting getting them out there. Because if it wasn't for Kevin, I wouldn't know you and that that kevin has introduced me to so many independent creators that are on your same journey so it's like yo he's doing god's work yo for real like when it comes to presenting you know new people onto the scene that are doing just fire stuff because yeah, what mean, you got uh, here bro woof, woo! it's fire we're like we're like a tag team on this you know because he's he's promoting during uh u.s hours when i'm in bed i get uh, up and i start promoting are you still in taiwan yeah so what time is it where you at it's five in the morning here holy but, you know, crap i'm so sorry i was no man don't worry about it look look i got a four month old he doesn't care what oh. time i want to go to uh, <laughs> daddy up at this time anyway yeah all right holy crap bro that's crazy so you see look at this this is the real creator other side of the world up early this morning he hasn't even had coffee yet or at least i hope you did bro oh man i'm uh i'm here i'm awake you know i'm happy here yeah Uh, mega mega keeps you with with my big mouth now check it out yo for ten dollars people you could you could put just your your love and support behind the project a nice tip right if you don't want nothing but yo you want to read this so for five dollars only five dollars so it's a small thing. I mean, this is it's comparable to a, a one of those nasty Starbucks coffees. Who wants a Starbucks coffee when you can get this? You know, and I make it Bustelo, it'll taste ten times better, million times better, as a matter of fact. So five dollars you get digital for ten dollars. Holy shit! Here we go. You get the Wanderer. So which is the PDF and the print in English, or or is this language of my choice? So we. Uh... You know, indies don't have a lot of bandwidth for printing, right? Okay. Uh, I want to print in other languages. Uh, right now, we can only print in English. If uh, if we get funded very well, I'm happy to print in other languages too. Right? Oh, so that's yeah. going to be an extra cost to you as a creator to print in a different language? Yeah, so when I send it to the printers, you know, I send a document and I do a print run. It's not Mm. like I can say I want 500, but 
make a fourth of them in Chinese, make a fourth of them in you Spanish. You can't do that. Uh, can't do that. Uh, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta order five hundred of them. You can order two fifty, but like. They're going to rip you twenty, thirty dollars cheaper than yeah. the total for ordering five hundred. So don't don't be a sucker. Order five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a fool, fool. <laughs> Sound like Mr. T, right? I, I hear you. That where you go, chains, bro. Like yo, for real, don't make that mistake. You know, the more you order, the better it's going to be on your yeah. pocket in the long run. I I I told you that's just straight up business, son. Uh, and then yeah, we got the adventure for twenty dollars more. We get a Mara PDF. We got a model print. We get two collectible postcards. We get three. They have a 20 bucks. That's cheap, man. I love it. So now a pack member for 30 bucks, you get the PDF, the print, two collectible postcards, three exclusive stickers, and the keychain. Now, is the keychain metal? Can I chop someone up or is it plastic? It's plastic. All right. There you go. I'm not chopping anyone up with that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> For 40 bucks, we get the PDF print, the collectibles, the exclusive stickers, the keychain, and a variant cover. All right. Now, check this out. I'm going to talk about it, but unfortunately, folks, this one is all gone. Too late, kiddos. Too late because everybody wanted this one. Can you believe that this, this is why people support it? Because this is amazing. So, for they pledged $100 and it's gone. For a PDF, a print, two collectibles, three exclusive stickers, an X chain, a variant, and and a custom sketch. So yeah, for hundred dollars to get a custom sketch, I mean, yeah. So you only created six of these, and that was a wrap. So originally, we only created five, and I talked Rosie into doing one more, and I, I, so you know, you I changed it. In the, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I changed it in the background, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go post it on Twitter. And before I finished typing that tweet, it was gone. I'm just like, I'm just going to delete this tweet. Like and that. <laughs> like that. Yo, Ro Rosie's high right now. Check it out. Okay. The only thing missing here, bro, because I need to also see this on shows. When are we getting in the retailer package? Or are you going to put one up at all? You know, I... um I thought about doing a retailer package. I wasn't sure how, uh, how popular it would be. I kind of just... Uh, Kind of just thought, you know, it's not gonna be, uh, it's not gonna be someone's cup of tea. Uh, bro, but, uh, I, 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 I think you're mistaken because again, day one funding, eighty six backers, um, twenty seven days to go. You are twenty three. Come on, folks, throw your money in there. Don't be cheap now. Um, because you know what, I, uh, you crazy. talked me into it. I get off this show. I'm gonna add another. I'm gonna add another tier. You, you should, as as, bro. As soon as you I'm should. off this show, I'm gonna. Alt tab over. I'm gonna add another tier. You call it the mega tier. <laughs> I'll do I it. I inspired you. I inspired you. Call it the mega tier, bro. Come on, now. like this motherfucker told me I should, so I'm doing it. I mean, cause again, it's 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 a beautiful book, bro. You got something really special here. So before we go, may I ask if you could manifest this into anything outside of comics? What would you like it to be? Well. I I'd, I'd like I'd like to see an animated series. Ooh. I'd like to see an animated series. Yeah, you know, I've got some I've got some heavy uh, manga anime influences in there. I, I think it would I think it would do well as something like that. I want to want to see it. I want to see a shonen intro for it. Ooh. You know, they're slamming on their guitar. And Manifest, baby, preach, yeah. preach. 
we're in church right now. Preach. Get it done. Get it, get it done, God. Listen, this is what we need in this world. This is some awesome stuff that you're doing for my Caribe influences. I'm digging it. Thank you. Flower time, Dylan. Thank you. Just thank you. From a fan to a creator. Thank you for doing what you do, putting yourself out there, sharing in your vision and your story. Not be scared to share that. You know what I mean? That you know, so many haters out there. But at the end of the day, middle finger salute to all the haters. Um, don't 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 hate just because you can't do it. You know, don't hate, emulate. You feel me? Hey, Dylan, you know, you keep doing what you're doing. I thank you. You're on the right road. You got something that, that it's, it's a gorgeous book, amazing character, the influences you use. And I I I I'm with you. I see this as a cartoon already. I saw it from the moment I, I opened up that book. I'm like, holy shit, this is gorgeous. Um, Disney's going to pick this up. Because, I mean, look at those big brown eyes. Who could say no to those? Um, I'm talking about Mara. No, no, not Dylan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, this is the great book. Thank you for doing what you do with that. And before we go, what, what piece of advice would you give any up-and-coming independent creators, you know, trying to come up on the journey like you have? So I get a lot of people telling me, oh, man, I, I, I kind of wish I could do a comic book. You know, I got I got these ideas and like, well, why don't you just do it? Mm. Like, I, I'm just a guy with a script who put in the legwork. You can do that. You can absolutely do that. So put in the legwork, get it done. I want to read your comic. Don't be the guy on the sidelines. Is like, oh man, I wish I could make a comic. No, don't wish you could make a comic. Make a comic. Woo! Preach. There you go. Right there, yo. Speak it. It's the truth, folks. Don't procrastinate. If you want to do something, just get it done. Again, what's the worst that can happen? You fail. You're either going to learn from your failure and try again, or you're going to say, okay, this is not for me. And that's that. There's only two decisions on that. There's nothing else. All right? But with that, yo, Dylan, thank you. Let me share once again. This is what I want y'all to do, folks. Very important. Hit up Dylan on Twitter at Stuffed Rock. S-T-U-F-F-E-D-R-O-C-K on Twitter. On Facebook, it'll be the same spelling, but ending in studio. All words So Stuffed Rock Studio. Please check out the website, all right? Because you're going to want this in your life. So you'll get swag. Become the praise of the book at mara-comic.com. Very simple. But most importantly, even, even though we got many days to go, let's keep pushing. Get those tears. We're about to get a mega tear. Don't mess around, folks. Let's make it happen. Support this amazing project at inked.pub slash mara, which is spelled Mike Alpha Romeo Alpha. Here we go. Look look at Alma again or, or, or Army. You know what I mean? So Mara, Mike Alpha, Romeo Alpha. All right? You hear me? This is the book you got to get because he's, yo, for real, he's built an amazing team. He got a, he got a great project. A shout out to, to, to Wu, Gars, the team, everybody. Everybody doing their thing. The translators. Cause, yo, that's so important. So thank you for being so inclusive, not just for us in the States, but I mean inclusive worldwide with language. You know, so important. I, I want as many people to read it as, as possible, you know? Well, you, you're doing the right thing there, I think. Um, cause I, uh, by just offering that, 
you're opening just the world to so much more opportunity for yourself there when they could see like oh my god look how great this book is and he did it in my language dylan's the man so you know mr g you got this and with that you know what to do follow comic crusaders undercover capes everywhere the real Almega everywhere that's what it is but most importantly follow this amazing creator and his project mara m-a-r-a all right on the kickstarter right now make it rain folks hasta la próxima thank you for listening to the comic crusaders podcast if you like the content please subscribe and turn on notifications also please visit comiccrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at undercovercapes.com and also make sure to download the comic crusaders app on the google play store today 